Welcome to the TGIU Podcast. I am your humble host, Kyle Allen. <laughs> Welcome, my people. Welcome to the TGIU Podcast. So, this is my last podcast of the year. Last podcast of the year. I'm going to give myself some time to really think, really, really enjoy the last couple months of the year. And, and I know some of you may think, man, this podcast stuff is easy. Why do you need a break? Well, I've put out since February over 60 plus episodes and it's not easy. And I've seen a lot of people try to start podcasts thinking it's like like something it's easy to talk. No, it's not. It really isn't. It's not easy to continue to talk when no one is giving me flash. Like this is all off the dome. Some of it I think about some of it I don't. Just giving y'all some of the juice of the podcast, some of the juice. No pun intended to my fellow brother Juice World, who I'm going to start talking about right now. And I'm probably, as always, you know, you know the TGIU podcast. If you if you've been listening, more than likely, I've constantly said that being black and having a brain is one of the smart, hardest things in planet Earth. I, I, it's in, an, it's like you're an endangered species. If you are black and you're just not a typical black, and what I mean by that is you're a Democrat inherently. You're, you believe in all the things that the Democrats do. You are a forgiver. You just forgive everyone. You just understand everything, and you have to always be something that you're not because if you're over that, they label you as aggressive and, you know, all those type of things. So you always dumb me down yourself so that anyone around you and those around you can feel comfortable and they can, they can, you're easily digestible. That's the way I put it. When you're black with a brain, you're not easily digestible. You kind of go, well, I do forgive you, but that doesn't mean I have to forgive you. Whatever forgiveness is in one day, the, the Charleston shooting at the church and I think it's literally egregious and sends the wrong message that you can walk into a building of worship, kill nine people and be, quote unquote, forgiven on news on major news companies the day after. I think that sends the absolute wrong message. And there, I believe there's a difference of nonviolence and forgiveness. I don't have to be violent to forgive you. And I also don't have to be nonviolent so that you think that I'm not a danger to you. Do what you will with that statement. Play it back if you don't understand it. So, Juice World, known globally, known throughout the world, uh, just turned 21. And his music, I've listened to a couple of his songs and I couldn't like it, just like I couldn't like XXS Intacion. I couldn't really... Sometimes getting to Mac Miller's music, I couldn't get into Juice World's music. He just dropped an album, and I I couldn't get into it. And every single person I just named has died before their time, and drug use was a part of it, in some way, shape, or form. And I would say any rapper that's younger than thirty is rapping about drugs, like. It is drinking water. And it is absolutely sad, tragic, that Juice World is dead and died. The story goes, if you don't know, that the pilot on this private plane he was he was flying in. Uh, 
called down to the local police on the ground level and said that he had, you know, his security had some guns and he had 70 pounds of weed and promethazine and Percocets. And it's reported allegedly that he had to, he tried to take a lot of perks because he wanted to, you know, whatever. He took a lot of drugs. He had a seizure, allegedly. And one would think when you're on your private plane, you know, because people equate riches to mental health, mental wellness, that you're on your private plane. Well, someone on a private plane wouldn't need Percocet and 70 pounds of weed and promethazine. And I would, I would strongly, strongly suggest, I would strongly, strongly suggest that, that quite frankly, this entire, especially juice world, the entire thing is because of the culture that the rappers, that people don't understand that the government has poured into the music industry, that the record labels have allowed, and quite frankly, how hard this world is equates to Juice World killing himself. And why I say killing himself, not because he did it on purpose, but because at some point, if I start driving down the street and I'm going 90 miles an hour and weaving through traffic and I end up crashing and killing myself, that's not an accident. And sometimes, and this is not just Juice World, and I'm not being insensitive, let's be honest here. Let's have a real conversation. Let's have a hard conversation. If you're in Botswana, if you're, and there's another country that's been listening to this podcast that I can't even pronounce the name, and I and, and I I tried to pronounce it, but I don't want to disrespect the country. Or you're in local Sacramento. We have to, and trust me, but I, I've talked about my alcohol use. I've talked about obviously I've smoked enough weed to to climb a chimney, chimney, and I've I've I've. I have openly said I was an alcoholic. I've openly said it. I don't take it lightly, and I don't think it's a joke. I say it because too many kids my age are alcoholics or on drugs, but think they're not because we were in college having fun. No, we were a bunch of alcoholics. And that stuff caused us, like a lot of times they talk about all the things that happen in college, like, oh, those are your college years. No one says 90% of that was funded and 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 ninety percent of the things we did in college that made it the wild, crazy college years where we made a bunch of bad decisions, drugs and alcohol were a part of it. And even if it wasn't alcohol, a a a my fellow Caucasians, we know you're on Redland, not Redland, uh, Adderall. Hey hey, local, they're on Adderall. So and that, okay, you know what? Let's just be as clear as possible. Drugs, alcohol are killing everyone. They're killing everyone. And alcohol has caused more wars. I think some of you have probably heard of this, the show Drunken History. And the whole premise of the show is 9,000% of the things that have happened on planet Earth, there was a bottle of liquor next to it. A lot of babies have been born. A lot of crap, uh, DUIs. A lot of, a lot, just, it's been there. Drugs, I took a class at St. Andrews Presbyterian College in North Carolina about drugs and alcohol and the effects it's had throughout history and the origins of them. 
and the origins of of sex toys. And all that stuff started with some nasty white men. And I'm not saying like, that's just, oh, white men start everything. What I'm saying is, let, let, let's like masturbation, sex toys. This is a fact, Google it. Women if in those times, 30s, 40s, early 20s, 1910s, 1800s, whenever it was, a lot of times when they would they would say like it would it was there's quotes about it. Men believe that women should have a sexual appetite like a light switch, like 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 if I want to have sex, turn the light on. Let's have sex and not not, not like that's a metaphor, not actually turn. But like you should just as a flip, flip of a switch, you should want to have sex with me. I'm a man. You're a woman. And if a woman didn't want to, if a woman didn't do that or didn't feel that way, they would send them to the psychiatric place and the doctor would use toys on them to, to in, in, invigorate them sexually. And my thing is that's obviously perverted. That obviously got the doctor off, not the, 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 the woman. And a lot of that same mental behavior happens till this day about women and sexual, uh, sexuality. The idea is you're a woman. Why would you not want to have sex? I've, I've, I've taken this mentality sometimes like, oh, you're a girl and you're attractive and you're thick. So you're created to have sex. And a lot of men have, I would say most of us have, I don't care if you're saved, go to church, you love the Lord. Uh, you, you, you're, you're a Catholic, you are a Christian. You, if you're a man and a lot of times in the church, you almost have been taught that women kind of need to take a back burner and shut up. And it's not good to, to hear a woman and a woman shouldn't speak and a woman should be hidden. Those are facts. Everything I'm saying is Googleable. They're not my opinions. So when we go back to Juice World, to me, it's a microcosm of where we are as a, as a society, as a country. Drugs, alcohol, those things are promoted through our music, through, 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 the, through, through commercials. They'll have commercials that literally say, this pill is brought to you by da-da-da, and it um, helps with depression. But but if you are having, by taking the pill, though, some of the side effects of it is death and, and suicidal thoughts. And, and, and if you experience these things, we'll see a doctor. So the doctor can give you another pill to help with the side effects of the main pill that he gave you that caused the side effects. So now you're taking a pill for the main cause, the main issue, and a pill for the side effects. And then the pill for the side effects will give you new side effects that you have to have a pill for that side. It's a nasty, 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 deeper, darker criminal link. Word of the Joe Budden podcast. It's a deeper, darker criminal link. Juice World's death is not just because black people are taking pills. It is a global, national, and local problem. They are flooding us with drugs. Flooding us with drugs. And when we are depressed, when we are, when we are down, and for that little 30 minutes, two hours, one day, where you're kind of carefree and you can just have fun, you feel like life is okay. But like my brother, Chris Stapleton, Chris Stapleton sings, Tennessee Whiskey. I found the bottom of a bottle's always dry. And, the, and, and after you get done smoking, snorting, drinking, whatever to self-diagnose, self-medicate, it's dry. It's dry. And there's no water in it. There's no water in it. 
I truly believe that there's over seven plus billion people on planet Earth. And I truly believe every single one of us should have a therapist. I really do. I love prayer. I believe in prayer. I believe in God. I believe in the church. I believe in all those things. And some, a lot of you do too. Excuse me. A lot of you do too. And I'm encouraging all of you. I don't care what your faith is. I don't care what you've been raised to believe. I, I, I don't care. Go get help. Go see a therapist. Even if you think you're mentally healthy, go see a therapist. Go talk. It will never hurt. They are clinically. Please go seek help. Young people. I work with you in school, coaching, life. Please go see help. Go seek help. Ask for help. And black parents, let me help you to help your children. It is not a bad thing that your kid wants to talk to someone. And if you are afraid that he's going to tell or she's going to tell or they are going to tell all your family business, then maybe you need to stop all the bad business that they can't talk about because family business turns into a cycle of family hurt for the kid that had to endure all the family business. He all, we, we as we are taught to keep everything inside. Don't tell that. Yeah. Your uncle liked that. Your brother, your dad, your auntie, but, but you know, they did baby. They didn't mean that. Hey, who cares what they meant? It hurt you. And if you're hurt, you need to get help. And the crazy thing is, if I broke my arm, it'd be clear. Some of our brains are broke. Some of our mental health is literally broke, but we can't see it. But when you're wondering why you're always down or where out of seven days, maybe four or five of them, you're just unhappy or three out of five unhappy. If you're only happy when you get off work, when you're only happy on Saturday and Sundays, that's not right. And think back to that time in your life that you were carefree, whenever that was, if you've been blessed to have that time, you were always happy. That's how it's supposed to be. And happiness in a moment of unhappiness are two different things. Yeah, your boss made you mad today. That doesn't mean you're unhappy and depressed. But if that's going on for five days in a row and two weeks and three weeks and you're only happy on a Monday... That's a problem. And and quick note, food is a drug too. So if you eat Popeyes every day and that's the only moment of happiness, you need help too. You need as you need as much help as the alcoholic. You need as much help as the alcoholic. When I was over 300 pounds, it didn't matter that I wasn't an alcoholic or I was or I was on coke or I wasn't or I was snor smoking weed or I wasn't. I was as unhealthy as the weed smoker. The, dr the liquor drinker or the coke snorter. But I wasn't on drugs though. Yeah, but I'm 350 pounds. We have to stop lying to ourselves. We all need help. All of us. All of us need help. I don't care how you feel on social, how you portray yourself. You need help. <sighs> Rest in peace, Juice World. Rest in peace, man. And and I know, rest in peace. Of course, some of this was your bad decisions, but who cares? You're dead and it's unfortunate and it shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. I've had too many deaths this year. I'm sure some of you have. That shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have happened. And I'm tired of it.
I'm tired of it because we're all lying. And, and it's like, and maybe I'm, uh, it's just, I'm tired of it. We're all lying. We are not okay all the time. And it doesn't make you strong that you can keep fighting through it. You know what I mean? You know what I get tired of? People will work for seven months in a row and they'll be like, I can't take a day off because uh, even though I'm really sick, I have to go to work because it makes me so strong. No, it makes you an idiot. Take the day off. That is a multi-billion, multi-million dollar business. Take a day off. Who cares? They make you, oh my God, you take a day off. You're sick. Yeah, I'm sick. And I took a day off. Hey, and I'm sick mentally. I'm taking a day off. Take a day off. Go to McDonald's and eat a burger. Go get your hair done. Get your hair cut. Go drink some water. Go get a workout in. Go do something for yourself. Not your wife, kids, spouse. None of that. For yourself. We have to get back to being selfish again. We do so much for everyone else, but never ourselves. And then, like in the words of the baby boy mother, if you don't have nothing for yourself, how are you going to ever have anything to give to your kids? Your wife, your, your mom, dad, extended family. If you're miserable, you're so miserable, but they're so happy. What's, what's the logic? Seek a therapist, pray, meditate, get the right, and stay out them clubs. Lay off the bottle some weekends. Get help. I'm getting help. I have no shame in it. God, I have no shame in it. I'm proud to say it. Help. I'm seeking help all the time. I'm asking for help all the time. And I'm going to keep doing it because I want to live and I want to live abundantly. I don't want to live, uh, oh, I'm so great, but I'm miserable inside. But we just keep pushing through life. And everyone, no, I'm not doing that. I won't do it. And I don't care if that makes me annoying. I won't do it. <sighs> all right, guys. Thank you this year for listening to the Grind is Ugly podcast. It has been an honor, a blessing, and I absolutely thank you for listening to this podcast. It means the world to me. It has helped change my life. It is my own form of therapy. It is, I'm dang near getting emotional thinking about it. Because where my life was in February of this year and where my life is now, I can only thank God and I can only thank my people that have encouraged me in a real way, not a fake godly way that amounts to nothing, but in a real practical worldwide way that has helped me, period. I am thankful, man. I, I, I can't stress it enough. Those of you that I can text about anything, business, life, I'm thankful, man. And you know who you are because you, I'm in your inbox and you're in mine. Period. I'm thankful where I was in February mentally, spiritually, and emotionally to where I am now as a man. I thank the Lord and it, I thank this podcast and I thank you, the listeners. And Shayla, even though you don't listen to this podcast, baby, I am nothing without my wife and I am for God dang nothing without my children and nothing without my family and extended family. Like, come on, man. God is good. My life is good. Our life is good. And if it isn't good, we're going to get it good. We're going to get it right. We're going to do better. 
and we're going to be unashamed. We're going to live our life unashamed. That person judging you, life sucks, or they wouldn't be judging you. Go oh, live your life unashamed. 2020, live your life unashamed. Do what you want to do. Be who you want to be. Be who God called you to be. And what, when you're laying in bed late at night, who you know you are, be that person. Not what your auntie wants, your mother wants, your sister wants, your brother wants. Be who you are. Be who you are. Thank you for listening to the Grind is Ugly podcast. Finish the year out strong. The grind is ugly, but it's beautiful on the other side.